You want to become a professional athlete, huh? Well, you came to the right place. This is the Battleborn Athlete with your host, Juwan and Christian Haynes. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of the first season of Battleborn Athlete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right with me, my co-host is my brother, Christian yes, Christian Haynes. Yep, it is me, Christian Haynes, aka the Black Badger, as many know. But yeah, very glad that me and my brother are starting this podcast because I feel like it's going to change a lot of people's mindsets, especially as being an athlete and trying to get on the come up. Right. Um, exactly right. And definitely, if you're wondering what the, what you're going to get from this podcast, uh, you're going to get a lot of stuff. Like my brother said, you're going to get stories of people's comes, uh, come up. Uh, you're going to get their like five or six things on what they did to build them up to their professional careers. Uh, what else, what else are they they going to get from this podcast? I mean, basically, what we were trying to do is like trying to get all these perspectives from all these athletes and kind of build this blueprint on how to make it. Obviously, everyone has their own story, but as more the more you hear about these different uh, athlete stories you're going to start to see that they kind of all say the same thing in order to get to where they got. So if you can combine all those same things they say, I mean, that could be your the top things for you to get to where you want to be professionally in your sport. Right. And this is all raw footage. You're not going to get that, you know, if you're talking to somebody in a higher, like way higher, like a LeBron James, and he tells you, oh, yeah, eat your vegetables and listen to your parents. Nah, this is raw footage that they're going to tell you what they had to go through or what they did go through and how they changed their mindset, their eating habits, just their physical their physical change, all that to help you guys as a listener. If you're listening to this, whether you're in high school, whether you're in college or you finished college but still want to become a professional athlete you still can we have people in the interviews that actually uh was done was not draft pick they were done with college and they came back and then they they're professional athletes so this is i believe this is going to be a, a very good good first season yeah i definitely do think that too but yeah, keep an open mind on different the different perspectives because everyone's story is different. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But uh, when it comes to us as athletes, uh, myself, I played at UNC Charlotte. I played football there for three years. I played a season at Elizabeth City. But what a lot of people don't know is that I'm a walk-on. I was a walk-on at Elizabeth City and UNC Charlotte. So I kind of had to go through the tough roads to get to where... I was, but at the end of the day, I ended up earning a scholarship, and all that came with hard work, and um, a lot of, uh, I mean, I didn't go professional, but a lot of the things these athletes talk about are, like, the same things I had my mindset on in order to gain that scholarship, in order to make the team, so, like, all of it kind of comes together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot. I forgot you went to uh, Elizabeth City. Yeah, I, I don't, like, yeah, 
Well, uh, what since you know the, the main questions we ask the athletes, what do you think is the what was your what's your five type or five top things you would give the listeners um, to help them to help pave their way to a professional status? Yeah, well, I think my top five one would be faith. Um, I mean, everyone has their belief system of what they believe in, but when it comes to me, I'm a true believer in God and Jesus Christ. So I, I really relied my faith on them, and that's how I feel like that's how I'm successful in anything. And then confidence is number two. You need confidence. If you don't have confidence, I don't think you can make a lot of things happen. You got to believe in yourself mm-hmm. to make anything happen. So yeah, and then uh, consistency. You got to be consistent in whatever you do. You can't be lacking and doing stuff every now and then because you got to think when you're playing a sport or doing anything in life, there's someone also doing that sport or whatever you want to achieve in life. And in order for you to be on top of the game, you got to be consistently working on your craft. And in hard work, hard work, you got to work hard to get what you want in life because if you don't, then it's not going to happen. And my last thing would be um, stay uh, determined and focused because a lot of times athletes or in general in life, you can get distracted from what your primary goal is. Mm -hmm. And you got to stay locked in in order to achieve that goal. I remember the time when I wasn't on the football team at Charlotte and uh, I had to sit out a year and basically had to lock in to work out just about every single day until I got on that football team. And there was a bunch of distractions because I was just a student. So there's parties going on, this and that going on. But like literally every day I'll go to class and after that I'll work out twice a day. And I knew eventually it was gonna pay off. And all I did was just keep praying on it, kept working out and all of it paid off in the end. So regardless of when I got the scholarship, I ended up getting it and it was a huge blessing. So I would definitely say those five things helped me be successful and um when i was playing college football and it's going to help me not only am i doing this and i did it in sports but i'll just take all those aspects and just put it into life Mm -hmm. what i want to do now you know yeah that's a that's a good point definitely all these aspects that you get from these athletes on these episodes use it in your everyday life as well as an athlete in your relationship and just your everyday life and how you interact with people and things like that um do you do you regret anything uh playing for charlotte like if you would have did something more you could have been in a better spot or um yeah that's funny i think um i do regret because when i was in high school like when i said i used to like really work hard like i was really on that and like that grind kind of helped me through college but i think i kind of started to back off of it when I got near my junior, like my maybe like my senior, junior year-ish, I think um, going into the fall, mm-hmm. kind of, because I got kind of too comfortable. Mm. And um, it was like, I started to see like, okay, well, these people aren't putting in as much work, so why should I, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think that's where I regret that sometimes I felt like there were moments I got too comfortable and um, I should never have got that way. But other than that, like, I don't regret my whole experience what happened happened and I'm very blessed to have like 
even gained any of the experience when it comes to playing Division One football and playing it at this highest level. But I think there's a time that I was comfortable at where I was at, and I think that kind of bit me in the butt at the end of the day. But I loved every bit of it, though. Yeah, the place to see is the killer yeah. and just anything in life. Yeah, I definitely feel you on, on that one. Sheesh. Um, I don't know. I don't even know if I said my name, but my name is Jawan, by the way. Uh, Jawan Haynes. Uh, my athletic background, I would say, uh, was in college. I played for the University of Toledo. I started my freshman year um, as a nickel, and then it was like on and off with the corner. But my main position was nickel, and then I got hurt my sophomore year. And then it really set me back, took a lot of um, confidence out of me. And then my position switched to safety. And then I just didn't understand uh, the position at first until Coach Saya, who was there, really got me to understand the defense. And safety is like low-key the the quarterback of the defense, if you think about it. Um, It's just they see the whole field. Uh, mm-hmm. But going going more third or I said Thursday, um, junior year, senior year, it was pretty much a, a ongoing. Whether I played, I played definitely played a lot of nickel. I played corner, uh, definitely was heavy on special teams, and then going from what oh from college to, to professional. Well, I was done. Well, actually, hold on. Right after college. I was able to perform in front of the Detroit Lions and Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, well, clearly it didn't work out. And then after that, uh, actually I tried to perform, or I went to camps with for Canadian Football League, so CFL. And one of the camps actually ripped for my uh, my quad, so I thought I was like pretty much pretty much done and I I was flying it was on a 40 I was flying I knew I it was it was going to be like a 4-4-4-3 and I already ran it like a 4-4 before so I know like what it felt like it, yeah I, it seemed like it was going to be another one but then I it was in Pittsburgh it was rainy cold and uh-huh. then I guess I didn't like train well or stretch well that junk pulled and it started throbbing and it was over uh they kept asking me to watch people i was like uh, no like as a corner you watch the wide receiver and i was like yeah. i really can't like it's over and then they didn't even want to talk to me after that so what'd you say like what did they want you to watch people for well like because i was doing well and then there was one-on-ones uh that was doing well as like also so then it was the 40s but like, their their structure was different and then when um, i when i got hurt they still wanted me to like prove to see what i got but i couldn't <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so all that all that confidence really went down the hill yeah until what was it it really took a job to for me to get back into football again so i ended up working as a general manager at planet fitness uh in california and 
managing it's so terrible well, i mean at the time because it was my first time uh-huh. uh it was it was just so bad and i just like i wrote in my journal diary journal whatever same thing i like i can't do this no more like i need to figure out another way like for football and stuff like that and then the uh, arena football popped up they mentioned me hey we want you to play for the or at least a tryout play for the team uh i was like oh yeah i'm taking this for sure and this was in new york i'm uh-huh. taking i'm taking this chance i took it i made the team and that was 2019 is when i uh played for the arena football team in new york but it was a it was it was okay but coming up these these next years i think i'm gonna try to go either overseas or play for cfl i mean technically still overseas but not really but cfl but yeah i'm gonna try to get back into the and the threat of things so yeah dang the whole um so what what made you like realize that you didn't want to be a manager like there's time was it like you just uh got to the point it's like yeah i can't do this no more like as in i can't see myself doing this for the rest of my life yeah uh it was every athlete uh, i wouldn't say every athlete but an athlete knows when they're done or they have something left in their tank i felt mm-hmm. like well, the kids are not kids. They're they're adults too, but they pushed me over the edge because they were being annoying, and you know, uh, they were being annoying. So I had to figure out some other stuff to get away from this, and I took the first chance I got, and I got up out of there. So, no, I feel that. I feel that, especially if you you know you have something left in the tank. Yeah, I still do. I I, I, I yeah. believe I still do. I'm trying to. Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to run. I don't. Run me a four two, you know. Yeah, I'll probably run a four nine. Right now. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> What's I'm it done. called? So what are what were the five things that um you think helped get you to? Um, you know, I was really thinking about this. Even like listen to the other athletes. Um, by the way, it, um, I'm writing a book about it too so you'll see it soon but uh to me i'll just give you five things that is probably going to be in the book uh me is vision slash why slash purpose so it it's all like all tying to tie into each other like you yeah and just because your why knowing your why will get you so far in life even if you had like your own business as an athlete you know things like that because there are going to be some down times and mm-hmm. you knowing what your why is will help you keep pushing keep grinding through it you know what I'm saying uh, yeah another thing would be knowledge uh, just doing the best you can to know about the game you're playing like it's you can play a sport but if you know the techniques and how to um, how to learn or how to play this word, like actually, because I didn't know, I didn't think I didn't. Oh, hold on, how can I say this? I didn't really know the game, uh, the defense side until I played safety my sophomore year. Like when you play safety, I understood the whole defense, like what who assignment is supposed to go where, how like where the holes are supposed to be. 
just everybody assignment, knowing everybody's assignment helps you to run the defense. And I feel like in teams, it would be cool if the 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 corners understand like you can put the corners to safety so they understand or linebackers attempt, yeah. you know just like a whole camaraderie of the assignments and stuff like that and I think it will it will be really beneficial um the third thing will probably be finding people that you know that are really that really wants to uh go big in life you don't want to go hang around with mediocre people so these are the players say in high school you see someone that is training when you're not when everybody else is not training or always talking about football or want to learn from the coaches you want to hang around him because then that uh-huh. motivates you to uh, be wet or good as well and you know understand the game just like how he is yeah, and you definitely, you definitely gonna have those guys on your team. I've, you've had, you have them on every team. Yeah, you you see who's who's doing it. So yeah, <laughs> just like picking their brain, like you would you would do that if, as the saying goes, you are who you hang around with. Yeah. So they can you can tell your future with the five people that you hang around with. So that says that says a lot, and that's a quote that I, I stick with. To me, like. Just recently, I, I I saw that quote and it stuck to me ever since. But yeah, definitely the people you surround yourself or yeah, surround yourself with would uh, definitely help you beneficial. Another thing for would probably would be networking because I know there's athletes that tend to like keep to themselves they want to just work on their day and did a, uh, work on their game and stuff like that but you need to be you really need to be out there just talking to your coaches you know so you can have a relationship with them talk or try to reach out to other players in different countries and see like what they're doing like you really have to um be engaged in the sport that you're playing i feel like uh, and the networking base is honestly it is most times it is who you know uh-huh. um, even like with your agent and stuff like that but that's how the agents get you in because they know somebody or you did a favor for somebody you know what I'm saying yeah so it, I think networking is a, a definitely a big thing and well now for now we're in like the 21st century I think so this is like I have like a whole list, but I'll just leave it with this one. I think your cell phone can be also powerful. Now I'm not talking about checking Instagram like all day yeah. stuff like that. I meant like yeah. since you want to reach out to people and get you uh, notice out there, I feel like videos of you working out. Um, that's because. Mm-hmm. In the internet, that's how people find you through the internet. Internet, yeah. you know, yeah. they see film, they see this. So why not? In the summer, you're doing all these workouts, uh, um, training, doing things like that. Uh, I feel like that would be beneficial to just post it and just mm-hmm. let the world to see what your talents. Why? Why hide? Yeah, them, you know. 
Mm-hmm. But th- yeah, a lot of people, you know, some people might go against that because some, you know, some athletes like the, you know, the whole grind in silence motto. Yeah, I, f- I feel that. But yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I always I always go back to like businesses because it's 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 one of the same. If you want to mm-hmm. be reached out, uh, say if I start a business, how is the consumers going to know without me? Yeah placing it you know going out i mean yeah, yeah you, i could sell it to people around here but and then it goes word of mouth and then, then you're gonna need a website so everybody can see you know so they can see the products and stuff like that i feel like that's the same for like athletes uh of course you have coaches but the coaches not might not have that range why not find something that has that range and then mm-hmm. and then also you can email different uh, different agents, different um, NFL coaches, CFL, you know, stuff like that. But yeah. I'm saying that's why there's a lot of basketball stuff. I mean, I, all I see is dribbling, you know, shooting someone, you know, it's just Facts. their film is out yeah. there. You, you, it's basically mm-hmm. the same thing. So, yeah, that is true. But it's true. That's what I, I mean. I have a whole list that you're going to see in the book. Uh, but that's pretty much what I have that I can give you at this yeah. moment. But that was good. I I really like the vision one too because you need yeah you need a plan you need to see it already before it happens. You gotta yeah. see you accomplishing your goal before it happens. Yeah, all the the big time athletes and stuff like that they see it right. They like go over their their um visual they visualize it over and over again before they actually even do it and that's how they yeah. come up uh they they probably do 300 visual shots before they even do 300 shots in the gym you know what i'm saying yeah you gotta so, see yourself making that shot before you make it yeah and there's a whole so. science science between uh science on that but i won't get deep into that but yeah it's pretty and I would say, because I, I definitely, well, I guess you can take that from high school to college, but I'll give you another one uh, for high school kids to college if you really want to be seeing. Um, I would say go to camps and yeah. not and not be scared, not wait in the back, because I remember a camp and for UNAB, wait, U, UVA, excuse me, UVA, uh-huh. uh Every I wanted it was the corners. The same corner kept jumping to the front. It was cutting <laughs> everybody. And I was like, when is it my turn? And I'm a like an introvert at that time. Well, I kind of yeah. I'm kind of like in the middle, bro. But yeah. he kept I I wasn't gonna say anything. I mean, he might fight me. I couldn't fight at the time. So <laughs> I mean, I know he wouldn't because I looked bad on him. But it was just it was just going on my head, and I I didn't really even get a chance to really show what I got. So I could have. I could have went somewhere else, but yeah, the camp that I was invited to, which is a Toledo or the Ohio State one, it was a pretty good because I had the confidence in myself to challenge, mm-hmm. um, challenge these top wide receivers. And that, yeah, that's the thing. If you want to be seen, you go against the best. Go against <laughs> the best. That's how you yeah. seen. It. I mean, it could be good, it could be bad, but at least you're working. <laughs> at least you're, yeah, you know? at least you're trying. At least you're trying. I'd rather take 
take the risk or not because then you'll never know right and at least you know like where your status is and where you can work on and even after you can well you can ask them uh like some points or tips oh well i meant your own your own position Mm -hmm. oh actually you can ask them too like how what what have you been taught to counteract everything i've been taught you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so yeah it's just I think that's the main thing too. It's just people need to uh, speak up, you know. Yeah. I mean, closed mouths don't get fed, so yeah, it's one thing to you know, grind every day, you know, drills, 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 which you really don't need that much different drills. I see drills that don't even make sense. Yeah. Um. You just. I feel like you it's, need. To, yeah. Do the drills that's really gonna be within the game. Yeah. <laughs> bene- beneficial. I mean. Yeah. You just see. You see drills. That's for all sports. Yeah. <laughs> you see drills. You jumping, jumping over the ladder. Uh, yeah. bear crawl through the ladder, backflip onto the ladder, and it, <laughs> like, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna do a skit on that. <laughs> oh yeah, you should. <laughs> doing some crazy stuff. It, it, it doesn't even make sense. It, uh, what should we call it? What's his name? Deion Sanders is saying that every they're doing nonsense uh, drills, and you can just do the drills that it's beneficial. You don't need 50 million drills, you know. Yeah, that's facts. Right. But also with the camps thing, uh, like definitely go to camps, but like go to compete and get looked at. I know when I went to camps, I just went because I thought I was learning stuff every year. Uh-oh. <laughs> I learn stuff. I mean, what you do, but it's like I never really got had the mindset like I'm going to this camp to get noticed and get like a scholarship. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I sure it's did. Like, <laughs> I I never had that mindset. Like I never thought it was all about that. I mean, I think towards my senior year, I kind of did. But, like, when I was going my earlier years, I thought I was just going to, like, just learn new stuff to add to my game, which you are. But the whole competition thing and, like, trying to get noticed by the college coaches wasn't in my mind at the time. Mm. See, if you had that in mind, you'd probably be in, like, way better college than Elizabeth. No point – or no – no, no diss to Elizabeth City. I'm not saying anything. I don't know. If you well, agree. I ain't stay there long, so I ain't care. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, Elizabeth City was good. It was a good experience. But it, one thing I love that it did taught me that I could, I like could do much better. Like it showed me that it's like okay, I'm here, but it's like I know I can play at a higher level. Mm-hmm. And it it made me take a risk. I'm going to UNC Charlotte without anybody knowing me trying to get on the team so yeah i mean it was it was some good to happen there yeah that's a, a mindset of an underdog I always feel like you're an underdog everywhere even though even if you are praised you just feel like you're an underdog you have more to approve to yourself yes. and you know to everybody else um yeah even yeah, even when you are the stuff, act like you never you aren't the stuff. Yeah, I mean you can be humble about it. I mean it's don't uh, athletes don't be confused with arrogant and confidence. Confidence, yeah. yeah, you. Confidence is a whole different thing. Right. I mean, confidence. You know, you worked hard for this. Uh, arrogance. It's like, oh yeah, what? There's no. I mean, it's. I know it's just, <laughs> it's hard because people kind of, you know, tie tie it in to each other. But I feel like I feel like confidence is like knowing that you're good and you really don't even got to speak about it. You just go do it. And arrogance is like 
I know I'm good, but I'm gonna let you and your mama know, <laughs> and everybody in the world, and just I don't know. I can see where it's kind of close together. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you can tell an arrogant person, bro. Yeah, you just get negative vibes from that person. Yeah, and then they make an exaggeration on how good they actually are. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that'll be what arrogant is. But it's like you got them arrogant, confident players that talk junk, and they they back it up. Really good, they back <laughs> it up. So it's like you can't even say nothing about it. Like Jalen Ramsey, you can't do nothing. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I feel like he. I mean, that's a. Uh, a stuff talker I mean we can't cuss on yeah. here but he I feel like that's that's what the game that goes yeah. in with the game I mean you have you have your Kawhi Leonard's and you have your Michael Jordan's you know what I'm saying uh-huh. you're or Kobe like they're gonna talk they're gonna talk Mitt, or, or Kevin Garnett he's he's the uh this the I guess the main dude that likes to talk trash so yeah he it comes with the game yeah so we're not saying you can't talk trash and stuff like that, but the you would know, yeah, arrogance and just like yeah. talking trash with confidence, stuff like that. Yeah. But hey, it's uh, do you did you have a quote that you like that sticks um, with you? A quote. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. There is a quote I think I have, but. I used to have quotes on my mirror when I was in high school and there was a quote up there that I really liked but it was one by Tim Tebow mm. I think I'm trying to think it was a Tim Tebow quote I'm about to look it up real quick and it's something about um, I can't remember what is it let me see if hopefully I can Hopefully I can see it. This man has a bunch of quotes. I'm never going to find This man has just quotes by Tim Tebow just popping up. I forgot what it is, but... Um, I mean... I know. I, I, I'll just go with um, something that comes ahead right now. Success is never final. Failure is never fatal. It, it's courage that counts. Oh, there! Here it is. Here it is. Hard work beats talent when talent. Yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. I was literally about to say it. (laughs) That one. Yeah, that one. That was one of my favorite quotes. Yeah. It still is. But yeah, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yeah, I I know one of our uh, interviewer or interviewees uh, said this quote too. So it's a powerful quote. What is it? The same one that you just said. Oh, that one. Oh. Said that. I well, we can't tell him. We can't oh, tell yeah. him yet. <laughs> I guess y'all figure out what I'm saying. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I like that quote. It just tells you that um, the talent you can rely on talent for a little bit, but it's the hard work that gets you to where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Talent only lasts so long. It only lasts so long. That is true. Now, if you're talented and you work hard, then that's when you become just about Ooh, unstoppable. You're gonna be so, a beast. Yeah, that's when you that's when you get nasty with it. <laughs> but uh, did you have anything uh, for them? You would say? No, I just say I would say just really um, listen to these different athletes because uh, uh, these are so far we've gotten a lot of good stories and it's pretty motivational to see like their come ups and how they got to where they got. So. 
uh, where they are now. And it's like, you really can take a lot of the things they've used mentally and physically to how, where, how they got to where they are to be successful. So yeah, I'll just really pay attention and listen to their stories because it's very inspirational right? and powerful. Right. Uh, yeah, basically what he said, uh, just go out there. I know it's, um, we're in a situation right now, but doesn't stop you from learning more about your sport going out there working hard on the field parks stuff like that uh reaching out to your player or your friends uh to know or talk your teammates i should say to talk about more about the game things like that it's never a day off in anything so there's so much you can do uh you can watch film you can do all types of stuff um or text text your coach See, see what other pointers you have. Have it like a meeting. I know you gotta be uh, distant, but still, you can still have a meeting if he's available and things like that. But definitely follow us on uh, Instagram, Battleborn underscore athlete. Uh-huh. Uh, if you have any questions for us, leave a DM, comment, stuff like that. The first episode will be out. July 1st we're not going to tell you who it's going to be but that's going to be the first episode uh, July 1st and then the, and then we're going to send two two a week two every week so be ready Monday Monday and Tuesdays two a week to get y'all going uh, also follow me on IG underscore O-B-I-W-A-N two zero that's underscore O-B-1-20 Yes, and y'all can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter at the Black Badger, the Black Badger, T H E E Black Badger. All right. Well, we're happy that you're listening to this podcast, and just be just be ready for some good interviews. It's going to inspire you, whether you are an athlete and whether you're into business, because you can take some of these principles to your business and thrive in that as well. So. You're going to have some good interviews coming up, and I hope you guys enjoy. Peace out. All right, see you guys. Much love.